0: you need indeed
1: this is kits in wagers i am adam's Drake, joined by chris owen we're ba- we are back we're talking game week six in the premier league as we watch the leicester city manchester united game If you have been watching us, we bet on that match, and Chris is hoping for a Leicester City goal here, Uh, so he has a chance for double chance, but Chris, how's it going? Thursday afternoon, everything's coming fast and heavy here, and we we got the transfer deadline that ends in like two hours, so a lot of stuff is
2: going on right now. Doing well, Adam. Good to see you again. We last chatted earlier this week. Been quite a few matches, some interesting results, but you know, you know what we're going to do. We're going to get on the horn here and talk about some Premier League. We've got uh, Manchester Manchester United, Leicester City going on in the background here. Leicester looked pretty poor to start the first half, but uh, kind of to, in the whole first half, and you know, frankly, they've come out a little bit better in the second half. But I really, I got my Jamie Vardy Leicester City kit on right now, just kind of you know, trying to speak it into fruition here. But, yeah, I I think United's probably going to come away with this one. But wouldn't mind a Leicester City goal here, a couple goals. Anyways, what's going on with you this week?
1: Yeah, so uh, I I put on Ajax here just because uh, Anthony signed for Manchester United. So I put that on uh, just for the, you know, just for the kicks. But I I wore the Manchester United kit, uh, what, one or two months ago? So, sorry, one or two weeks ago. Sorry, I can't even think right now. I got I got like minimal COVID going on. I'm, I'm trying to trying to work it out, but uh, let's let's get into this. We have yeah, we have an extremely busy Saturday. If you're looking on the screen, this is our sports betting page, RotoWire.com, soccer, hit sports betting, and we have there's eight matches on Saturday. That's that's just what happens. We have we have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday matches, and now we have eight matches on Saturday, and then we have a ton of you know. Some derbies. Uh, we're going to be talking about some derbies, in fact. And then we got Manchester. We're going to be giving bets for Manchester United, Arsenal, even though they're playing right now. That's that's how I don't I don't know what the word I want to use for that is. Maybe that's how stupid we are.
2: Uh, <laughs> something like that. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. All right. So this first match, the derby, Everton home against Liverpool. Liverpool have this is gone. It's gone a lot of places, but they're minus 255 to win Everton plus 700. And then the draw currently is plus 400. And as usual with Liverpool matches over two and a half goals is minus 170 over three and a half plus 145 under two and a half goals is plus 135. So the implied goal total there is sitting just above three. Uh, Liverpool is your squad. So are you going with them to win this one?
2: I wouldn't say I'm super confident, but like Everton have just been kind of grinding out draws last couple games. I feel okay about it. This is going to be at – this is at Anfield, correct? No. It's at the – No. Okay, it's at uh, Goodison. Either way, yeah, I mean, these these matches are always pretty testy. And uh, I was watching that Everton Leeds match earlier this week. And just watching Anthony Gordon, who's actually like a really fun player to watch. But he is just like will wind anybody up. He'll get in people's faces. He's 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 fun to watch. when He scores, but I think specifically, he's just like a one of those guys who can kind of be like a, a flashpoint type of player. I would love, I would, I would love if DraftKings had yellow card bets here. I couldn't find it today, but I would love to take an Anthony Gordon yellow yellow card bet out somewhere. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I think. Um, you know, and I—I mean, my bet here is Liverpool to win, and I think was it, was it over, under three and a half, which under I think three is three and a half. So I mean, you take Liverpool money line and under three and a half goals, which when you look in the past I mean, it's been their last season they they won uh, Liverpool won two nil and four one, but the season before it was two nil, two two, and like even you know going back to like the past probably five or six years, a lot of these games are like one two one zero, two zero you know, those types of matches two one. So I think, you know, Liverpool away here, they definitely need another result. They haven't been convincing aside from that nine 0 Bournemouth win. They weren't convincing against Newcastle. And I think, I think they can win this one, but I just don't, you know, under three and a half goals seems like a pretty safe bet. Yeah.
1: Unless Everton allow five goals, but
2: <laughs> I don't think they will. I mean, you look, you look at what they've done in the past couple of matches here. One, one against Leeds, one, one against Brentford and one, one against uh, Nottingham. So, they only get only they haven't even gone over three goals in a match yet this season. So that that part of it feels pretty safe. But we just need Liverpool to come out and, and get all three points here.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I have a different bet in mm-hmm. my article. And so I'm taking I'm taking a different route. But I, I did did just pull up Anthony Gordon's stats. He has a yellow card in three straight matches. Yeah, uh, he's averaging two fouls a match. So that's 10 fouls committed in five matches. So I'm sure he might even be favored for a yellow card. I don't know. He could be like one plus maybe 140, 150 or That's something. That's what I'm saying.
2: You could, this, <laughs> this seems like it. seems like an easy bet to take him on a yellow card bet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just going with – Yeah, I just think both teams are scoring, are going to score. Uh, Everton are putting up fights, uh, and like Anthony Gordon's getting goals. There's a chance Neil Maupai is in there for Everton. They, he actually gives Everton – true striker that can actually score not like Solomon Rondon and Calvert-Lewin hasn't played yet this season because of injury so I think there's a decent chance he starts he wasn't even registered there's a whole ordeal with Maupay being registered for the game early in the week because Monday of this week was a holiday in England and uh, they signed him on Friday so they couldn't they couldn't register him but anyways he's had Almost, well, probably, yeah, a full week of training with Everton now. So I think he's going to start, and I think that's definite boost for him. So that gives him another piece uh, up front. But uh, there's a chance Joel Matip starts, but I'm not going to put too much into that. Jordan Henderson probably won't be available with a hamstring injury. So there's another injury to Liverpool's midfield. So you got the injuries building up. You got possible rotation for Liverpool because Champions League is coming up. So I just think that. Both teams, I don't, this isn't going to be a scoreless draw. Uh, let's get that right. Like, Liverpool don't play in scoreless draws. So, I think there's a chance it's, like, similar to what happened in Newcastle match. Like, maybe Everton get an early one and then Liverpool fight
2: back, get one kind of thing. But
1: I, I think both teams are scoring. And minus 120, not too bad of odds. So
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, took, it, it could have easily have been two goals for Newcastle the other day. I mean, Isak was in twice. He had the one called off for offsides. That was, like, you know disclose so I, I don't disagree with you here I do think that uh I in regards to Neil Mapa Mappe like that's the kind of I feel like that's the kind of uh striker that Liverpool tend to dominate it's like the pacey players who get in behind where they can play balls like through like splitting the two center backs is where what really gives them a lot of trouble so I would I still think that it you know I would personally i mean i'm not the man. i'm obviously not met frank lampard here but i think those are the type of players that really give the backline trouble but yeah i definitely definitely don't disagree with that like there might both teams might actually score here but i do think liverpool kind of, uh, comes away with it
1: so i mean if you don't agree with that you're going liverpool 3-0 is that what the route is 3-0
2: 2-0 <laughs> just the way that uh that what everton have three straight 1-1 draws like they're playing teams in, in pretty tough so mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't think i'm going i don't think i'm going them liverpool on a route here you know maybe two nil one now something pretty close but uh i did it'll be interesting too because Liverpool's getting uh, darwin nunez back from suspension it's crazy i feel like that happened like a week ago and here we are it's been three <laughs> yeah. matches and he's he'll be back likely in the starting 11 i mean bobby firmino has been really good but I, I still think you know if they can get darwin nunez in there he's just kind of like a wrecking ball and uh that he should start like could really give James Tarkowski and Connor Cody some trouble. I mean, as long as he stays out of the book, but we'll We got yeah. a
1: jokester that's that's watching uh, saying Everton 5 0. So, uh, so started watching
2: a... the Premier League last week, maybe. So that's okay. <laughs>
1: wow. All right. So the next match we got, we have Brentford at home. They're plus 115 to beat Leeds. Leeds are plus 240. And the draw is plus 250. Over two and a half goals is minus 140. Under two and a half goals, plus 110. And I think both of these teams just had late, maybe not the Leeds Everton match ended in a 1 1 draw. Maybe that one wasn't late, but I know the Brentford one, they got one late at Crystal Palace. So two teams coming off 1 1 results. And Brentford at home. Do you think Brentford are going to take this one plus one fifteen?
2: Uh, in my bet, I'm not taking Brentford, but uh, I, they are much better at home than they are away. I think um, Leeds are playing everybody tough. What are they like? Fifth in the league currently. So they're they're you know they obviously just drew Everton one one, but they've played some. They've got a win over Chelsea. They've got a couple other. Pretty key results here this season, and I think they can definitely go in there. I am a little concerned. I, I didn't see what happened. I mean, I saw the injury to Rodrigo yesterday, but I didn't see what the extent of it is. So it sounds like he's probably out this week. Uh, Luis Sinistera. I'm probably you know butchering that, but he'll likely come into the starting eleven. And Patrick Bamford did come off the bench and maybe ready for some more minutes here this week. So that's a big boost to their attack. I think that I just like the way Leeds are playing. They're like pretty much pressing the heck out of everyone. And Brentford are, you know, they they definitely have uh, have let up a few goals this season. So I, I, what I'm going to do here with my bet is I think I took it's actually a parlay for a bet. So I, this this is, you know, you know we're getting a little bit zany here on our second podcast of the week. But I took leads or a uh, tie or leads, which is basically double chance, essentially a double chance, and over one and a half goals at minus 120. So you're combining two different bets here. But I like the minus 120 odds. You know, you get a, a winner, a draw, out of leads. And then, you know, likely if they win or draw, it's going to be probably, you know, 2-0, 2-1, whatever. So you're just getting that over one and a half, and you, you get okay odds here.
1: This is an incredible bet. <laughs> Leads, double chance, and over one and a half goals. Uh, this is straight hey. from DraftKings. They're just supplying us with all these, these parlays that take away, like, take away value. If you actually yeah. put those two bets together, I think I did it. It came out at plus one hundred eight. So you know they're they're taking
2: a few bucks away from you there, but yeah, you got to go elsewhere to find that though. Then DraftKings, I like, I couldn't do it on my end.
1: Yeah, that's I, that's, I tried. That's, to, how, that's I try how they to get you. You can't yeah. you can't
2: do the parlays like that
0: exactly.
1: But yeah, in terms of leads, there's a chance Patrick Bamford starts. Uh, there's a chance Daniel James plays forward. There's a chance Joe Gellhart starts again up front for him. Uh, Cindy he came in on the wing for Daniel James last match. But, uh, the other thing is Pontis Janssen could be back for Brentford. He's a, a better center back than Zanka. But, uh, I think you meant, I mean, you meant you're going over one and a half goals. You mentioned how Leeds are going to press. This, this match is going to be up and down. It's going to be almost the opposite of how these teams played midweek. Like Brentford, Crystal Palace, which is kind of a, I don't know, grind it out, kind of a game. Leeds, Everton, Everton kind of wanted to slow that one down, which for the most part they did. Almost Weesh. got the win, but okay, that maybe they agree. didn't it was, slow it, it down. Back,
2: it was pretty back and forth, though. Maybe
1: Bob, they didn't but. slow it down that much, but <laughs> but I think there's just going to be goals in this one. Uh, over, you're not getting a ton of value here. Over two and a half goals, minus one thirty. It's probably one of my worst uh, value plays here in this, but. I just like it. I think there's going to be goals. Brentford at home. And I know they had the. Did they have the one-one result against Everton as well at home? I think Everton's playing all these teams one-one. So I'm just getting a mixed. Yeah, up it here. was
2: one-one at home. Everton. Okay. So so Everton tied leads one-one midweek, and then at the weekend they tied Brentford one-one. So both. Yeah, that's right, that's
1: right. That's right. Because because Zanka got blown past by Anthony Gordon. Now I'm remembering. remembering Anthony Gordon
2: has some wheels, man. That guy's got some speed to him.
1: Yeah so the, I mean I figure this one to be pretty pretty up and down Brentford both teams have allow mistakes on the back line they have mistakes in the back line similar to Leicester they had a massive mistake against Manchester United today uh, allowing that first goal it was pretty bad uh, if you've seen the goal but over two and a half goals I think it's pretty safe I think I'm not going with a side. I, you know, Leeds could pull this win out, but I'd probably lean on the Brentford side if I had to pick a side. But I'll stick with the total here.
2: Okay, so you're inherently on my side here because you need the over one and a half to get to two and a half, but somewhat. Yeah, I will say that Everton-Leeds match, man. Jack Harrison took. I don't know. I think Leeds had ten corners, and like four of those corners made it past the first man. It was like the service was just abysmal. So, I, I'm looking for maybe Brendan Aronson to take a couple of those set pieces to get it like into the box. Actually, it was, it was wild.
1: Uh, isn't he on left sided and then Harrison's on right sided, or maybe it's flipped?
2: Could be. I, I'm um, not sure. All I know is like the the service they kept, like, they got 10, ten corners alone and they got like, none of them into the box. It was, you know, they, they bring the center backs up, you know, Pascal strikes coming up, they got all the, all their pieces up there to like, you know, get in the mix and none of those balls mattered and it. it was
1: crazy yeah uh i'm, just, I'm looking at the box score his last match and everton didn't even use a sub which no is... frank lambert was like ah, no, really. i like <laughs> i like what we got
2: going for the full 90.
1: i mean it's gonna it, change it's gonna, it's change gonna be malpay and, and they added uh they added back adresa gay but i mean it's just funny that just like midweek match no subs even though you can <laughs> use it... five of them
2: it's gonna be like uh, Stevie Gerrard gets sacked at Aston Villa, like in the next like three weeks, maybe depending on what happens this weekend, especially against Manchester City. If they get blown out, he might get sacked. But then like Everton, I mean, they're kind of grinding out wins, but if they can't or grinding out draws here, but if they can't get a win, you know, it might be Lampard, Stevie G, just sacked within like a month. It's like might be kind of kind of interesting.
1: Maybe we'll see. Uh, you might be going over the top here. I don't know. They're adding all these guys. <laughs> I'm just for saying,
2: just say Neither are they at a particularly good place.
1: I don't think Everton have been terrible.
2: No, no. I mean, I'd say they, for their expectations and their team, they've been better than Aston Villa.
1: Oh yeah, Aston Villa been a bit of a mess, but then they 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 struggled and then they hit that rough patch. But
2: and they got so to go this... to Manchester City this weekend, right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So this next match we're talking about, we only had two options on Sunday. It was Brighton home against Leicester City. Manchester United home against Arsenal. And we didn't have an option where we could talk about a team that wasn't playing. And this was basically one of the only times that worked for us to do the show. So here we are. And we're talking Manchester United, who, let's have a look here. Looks like Leicester are still pushing Manchester United 1-0 in the 72nd minute. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching much, but it seems like in the second half, I'm just looking off the game logs that Leicester actually... Playing better and pushing a little bit more here. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, definitely improved a little bit. I mean, not that you're watching. There, it's like, it's definitely on in the background.
1: Yeah, like they, they brought in, Manchester United brought in, they just brought in Ronaldo, but Casemiro was getting his first minutes, I believe. I don't think he came off the bench last match, but he came on for a longa. So, you know, they're definitely going a little more defensive, uh, trying basically to hold on to this, uh, this uh, uh, clean sheet here. So, as we are watching that match, we're going to talk about Manchester United Arsenal. So here we go, Manchester United home plus. All right, well this line movement, this oh okay, Arsenal are slightly favored. I'm I'm just there's so much red. There's there's all these numbers that are close together. All right, I got this. I got
2: this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hang in there, hanging there. Manchester United
1: plus 170, Arsenal plus 165, and the draw. Is plus two fifty five. Um, I think that I don't know if these odds change live. Yeah, the last one we're getting here. I think there's a chance this this actually swaps to Manchester United become a favorite. Uh, I think yeah, that's a possibility.
2: Were, when they, before we that game started, they were definitely not favored. Like, I think well, they're, they're like, still not well, favored, but it's just getting okay. closer.
1: Yeah, interesting. But uh, over two and a half goals, minus 140, under two and a half goals, plus 115. So I say that because Manchester United could be on their way to three straight wins. And you look at Arsenal, uh, there's a chance Aaron Ramsdale isn't ready. He felt something in his leg the other day. Uh, Still don't know about that. Don't think Odegaard is going to be ready to start. We already have Thomas Partey out, Nis out, uh, Zinchenko's out, Tierney's been starting. So we have a bit of injuries for Arsenal. We don't know. There's a chance Ramsdale doesn't start, which changes their goalkeepers completely because, you know, they don't have Leno anymore. And then you change the front four. If Odegaard doesn't start, he's started the season really well. And maybe you move someone like Smith Rowe up there. So that's kind of the reasoning why I think Manchester United could move to a favorite depending on what happens with injuries. But what what's your first read on this game just based off no matter what the odds are going to be pretty even
2: here. Yeah, I mean, first read is let's let's look at the home team, who's playing at home. I was we always kind of try to do that because I feel like so many so many times I don't feel like I know that so often So often in the Premier League the home team typically pulls it out or gets a result. It's really hard to win away unless you're one of the top sides. So, I mean, Arsenal right now are the top side. It's been really impressive to watch their kind of I guess evolution over the last I mean, going back to the beginning of last season when we thought Mikel Arteta might get sacked to them, you know, almost getting in the Champions League and now like they're 3 and 0 or 5 and 0 here through through their first part of the season and I, you know, despite all that, I'd still think United have also now looked really impressive, uh, you know, despite the the first two games of the season when they were kind of the laughingstock, but, you know, it's still Old Trafford, it's still Manchester United versus Arsenal. And I think that I'm, you know, I like money or I like Manchester United here on the money line. It's going to be, if Aaron Ramsdale's out, I mean, a little bit bigger question mark because he's been really quality for them. But I just, I, I think United, they've added a player, I mean, added players like get Case Miro in there and. You know he's definitely a huge upgrade over whether it's Fred or Scott McTominay. He's a huge upgrade, and you know Jaden Sancho's starting to score goals. They got a lot of pieces up top, and I doubt uh, Anthony comes in and starts, but he could definitely add another layer of uh, complexity in their attack for whether it's the second half or you know in in the next match. But I I'd like Manchester United money line. And I think they're, I got him at when I looked, it was like plus one sixty plus. Yeah,
1: I'm kind of second yeah, guessing plus. my bet here. Just as just as we're watching this play out here, it seems like Manchester United are just taking more of a, a defensive approach. Like they they went at it in the first half, they had a few pretty good chances, and you know their their goal came off a um, defensive mistake, really, uh, from Leicester. But like they got the goal in the second half, maybe they're just trying to be more defensive because right now they have they have both McTominay and Casemiro in the squad. Uh, it's like okay, Ten Hawks is like okay, let's just get this win. Kind of similar to what they did against Southampton. Um, I mean, held Liverpool to one goal. So I mean, I'll stick with this bet. Uh, if we remember correctly, a few days ago, <laughs> I had I had the ordeal of the over and under in this Manchester United Leicester City match, which. I'm not gonna say anything right now, but did
2: you did you did that? Is that gonna hit or what? Was it under? I think it was over. You took right.
1: Oh, it was definitely under.
2: But okay. I'm not gonna
1: say anything. <laughs> I'm not saying anything.
2: Adam puts so. his bet up on the screen, and he's like, "Oh, really? <laughs> okay, I guess I gotta go with this one." But we'll see what happens. Got hey, 13 I, minutes to hit here. I gave a good reasoning for that one. You did definitely. Now I'm
1: going in the opposite, but I, I think. So I still think like this Arsenal tech is really rolling, and loss of Odegaard hurts. It definitely hurts. We'll see. Gosh, ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, both teams to score no draw is a really tough bet to hit because you need at least three goals, and that's that's kind of the issue here. It should okay over two and a half goals is minus one forty. All right, so let's just do it. Let's just do. It's going to be a two one three one kind of result. I the original reason I gave I consider this bet was because of the Arsenal injuries and we got the short week, so I think that's going to hurt them a bit in the midfield. They've had some easier matchups to where it wasn't that big of a factor. Um, I mean, they almost lost against Aston Villa. They almost lost against Fulham recently. Uh, I think that you know Casemiro in the midfield that you know that, that's a boost for Manchester United. It, and I think Manchester United will. Maybe control. I mean, they're at home. This is a standalone match on Sunday. But the way that Ten Hag is playing has me a bit worried on this match, but uh, I'll ride with it. Plus 130, both teams to score. No draw.
2: Nice. I think it's just tactics, though. I mean, like they're up 1-0. They're playing away. Why don't I, they're not going to go out and like, you know, keep sending People on like well, um, there's runs, some teams you know, that so, don't do
1: that though. That's what that's what like Leicester
2: City, <laughs> they get up yeah. and then they immediately you can see two goals like last seventy, last thirty minutes or whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like you have I don't know, like how many teams like one nil? Like this is like a Tottenham route. It's like Tottenham one nil. Like this this wasn't a thing that Manchester United was doing. I don't know the last few years because it yeah. was like they either allowed a goal early, or maybe they scored multiple goals, then they allowed one and kind of a thing. Uh, it just seems like they're playing maybe a little safer here. And, and, I mean, from what I saw in the first half, obviously not watching the second half they they were possessing the ball pretty well. I don't know what it's been like in the second half, so.
2: Yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, looking back here, Manchester United's definitely, I mean, I guess, sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. I mean, Arsenal won 3-1 last year and united won the first matchup three two otherwise it's kind of an arsenal or or a draw so i'm but i mean that's just frankly been united over the past like three years been just mm-hmm. kind of waffling but it's like these are like the two project fc's you know arsenal a little bit further along in their in their um evolution i guess and and Manchester United are just going at it a different way. Like, let's throw a boatload of cash at it and see if it moves. But well, I mean, uh, that's
1: always their method.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, whatever, good for them. But I think it's just interesting to see them. And um, it'll, I mean, marquee matchup here will be fun to watch.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed.
1: I figured out what was wrong, but there's nothing really I can do to fix it. So my record in the team parlay is one in four. And so if you follow my article, and if you follow the show, I don't give any of the same bets out. So I, I usually write my article first. So the, my parlay is basically it comes after the three matches and it comes after my article. So it's basically like my ninth or tenth bet. For the week, and I, there's nothing I can do to, to prevent that. Do you do you have any suggestions here on how, or should I just pick better parlay options? What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think last week we really—I forget—I think my parlay hit, if I'm correct. Yeah, I had, but I think you know we we, got, we went up to like plus three twenty-one there. So maybe we like pack it in a little bit and just like get what find a, a closer one to get to that plus two hundred. Well, that's I'm not, really that's sure. not
1: what we did this week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah this i don't all i know is i picked a little yeah not an interesting bet but uh yeah i don't know how to help you there um i mean your bets are otherwise hitting your nine nine and five and you know the parlays are the ones where you can like all right i throw a little less cash potentially and try yeah. to make this work so um yeah that's I. i've got no way to help you i'm sorry
1: thanks <laughs> I That's think I had the right idea because I picked no on both teams to score in West Ham and Tottenham. That match was Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and I had the right idea. I just should have went under two and a half goals because it finished 1-1. Yeah. Uh, you one know, there's an own goal. goal and yeah. then West Ham got one late. And it, it just uh, it just didn't happen. Uh, I had, I had the right read on it. I knew how West Ham was going to want to play that game. But actually, speaking of – Speaking of, we, we haven't even mentioned we had a big uh, back and forth of Bournemouth and Wolves last week. Like, what happened with your Wolverhampton team? Can I
2: mean, my, can was it wasn't my. An analysis? I took the over. I, I took the over, and it didn't hit. It, obviously, but yeah, we um, had. It wasn't like I was like Wolverhampton.
1: We did. It
2: wasn't like I was like I'm backing Wolverhampton. I was more or less saying that Bournemouth sucked, but they got a result. I mean, also not calculated into that was the fact that they they sacked Scott Parker after four games. Um, you know, yeah, you get the you get the new manager bump. You're like, all right, I'm playing for my I'm playing for my starting spot. Who's going to come in? What do they think of me? That's a big boost to these players. And you know, I, di- I didn't foresee that coming. I'm not making excuses, but yeah, it was zero zero, and I was going to go over because Bournemouth had conceded so many dang goals. But you know, Wolverhampton, to their credit, a team who uh, you know doesn't score a lot of goals, doesn't concede a lot of goals, and Bournemouth, you know, new manager boost got a result. So good for them.
1: Yeah, so congrats to anyone who followed my picks because I, I think I put <laughs> – I, I had under two and a half goals in this show and then knowing both teams to score in my article. I really liked that matchup. Uh, I pretty much hit spot on on how Bournemouth were going to play. And, you know, they didn't look very good, but uh, it was a score draw. So yeah. team parlay. Uh, you can see on the screen here we got this cheat sheet of all 10 matches, all 20 teams here. And I just put that up, roadawire.com slash soccer trial. You get a free 10 day trial, but these are our cheat sheets, mostly used for DFS purposes. But you can get for this, you can get the entire uh, Premier League weekend up for you. And that just leads me to I guess I brought up Bournemouth because they're in my next bet here. So I got my pick is no, I'm both nodding it. No on both teams to score between Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth. That's plus 100. It seems like pretty good odds. Um, now that I say that, it seems like it's kind of a, a trick here. Uh, it has the lowest implied total of anyone at 2.62 uh, for this weekend. Usually when that happens, knowing uh, both teams to score is like minus 140. So something does not seem correct. Uh, am I getting played on this one?
2: Uh, I don't know. You're a big Bournemouth guy, so maybe you're you know going with you know, your heart over your head here. I'm not sure.
1: Um, I think I think Nottingham Forest are gonna they're gonna win. Uh, I have another bet on this in my article. Check that out once it comes out. But I think Bournemouth are kind of take the same approach. They're gonna hope that they don't allow a goal. But I think uh, I didn't see enough from them in the attack, is what I'll say. And I haven't seen enough from Forest in their attack and. Sure. They're trying
2: Dominic Solanke, you know, like he's not. I, oh, he's not a Premier League striker. I'm you? just saying that, but.
1: You said Kiefer Moore was a championship striker last year. I don't love their attack, and neither at neither did Scott party. Parker
2: after the match. <laughs> Scott Parker, he's their manager. He knows their players well. He's like, yeah, we haven't got enough investment. You know, he's it's like, uh, like, and then what? Basically, it was that's I. I mean, it didn't help that he lost nine zero, but it didn't help that he got out, out there after the match and was like, yeah, basic the players that I have at my disposal are not very good. <laughs> so, I mean, they're both not very good.
1: They added. Who did they add? Uh, Forrest added Willie Boley
2: uh, yeah. Which
1: there you go. Good luck.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, let me look at the depth chart real quick. I don't know. Oh, well, Adams guys. looking. They added so Jack many. Stevens, a center back. So I think they're good now. They're good to go. Backup Southampton center back. Bournemouth are ready.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, fair fair bet here. Bournemouth can't score, so I would. I I don't. I feel this one in my bones. Um, but other than that, you know, aside from your bet, I'm adding to this parlay. We got some just below 300 odds, which makes it interesting, but I'm taking Man City this week. They're, they're going to Aston Villa, I believe. And Aston Villa are, you know, they, what are, they? Haven't they lost two one to Arsenal lost to West Ham, if I'm correct. Um, they have not been good.
1: Aston so, Villa
2: played Arsenal. Yeah. Last week. And then prior to that, they played West Ham. Yes. Uh, was that 1-0,
1: something like that? Remember?
2: Yeah, it was yeah. 1-0. Go. It was 1-0 West Ham. And then prior to that, like they just I think they beat Crystal Palace and uh, and beat it. Or, anyways, not playing great. Stevie G, got to get the boys going. Doesn't have them going at all. Man City, on the other hand, 6-0. They scored 4-2. You know, It was 3-3 against uh, Newcastle, and they beat Bournemouth 4-0. They've been aside from that Newcastle match, they beat every single team by at least two goals and you know quite frankly, just gave it to Nottingham earlier this week. So we're, we can get those Manchester City at over or Manchester City minus one and a half. so they win by two goals this hits when we're getting minus 105. you combine the two, you get plus two two ninety odds.
1: Okay, okay. are you worried at all, all about are you worried all about rotation?
2: No, I mean Manchester City are like the deepest team in Europe. Like they, they chuck up. They if Holland doesn't for some reason play after you just scored a or if he doesn't start, help come on if he doesn't start. But uh, they have Ju- uh, Julian not Alvarez who the just scored two team. goals. Nottingham
1: Forest is deeper than Manchester City. <laughs>
2: That's All right, deepest. It, I mean roster maybe volume from Manchester a Manchester
1: City are so deep but not a
2: quality standpoint. That they know, had to like,
1: add Manuel Akanji as a backup center back. That's how
2: deep they are. I mean pretty good ad, right? But Yeah, he's alright. I wish I could add a seventeen million pound center back like that to like as my fifth center back, but uh, you yeah, know, not everybody can do that. But I just I still just think Manchester City are gonna dominate Villa here. And especially Douglas Luiz, maybe off to Arsenal. We'll see, but uh, yeah, I hmm. I like these odds. And I actually took, I did this previously, but I took in this in a Manchester City match. I took Newcastle um, minus one or plus one and a half. You went down route. Yeah, I went the opposite route here. So I just I still think you know, like I like what I'm seeing out of Man City at least.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's tough to not bet on Man City with how they're playing. I I considered Aston Villa. I I don't know. I, I was thinking, like, a plus two, but even those odds aren't that good. So, um, you know, I, I think they're going to put up a fight. Like, you know, they put up a fight at Arsenal. They still have the players. It's just not working for them right now. I think they're going to eventually figure it out. Uh, it, it's just not working in their attack, really, is kind of what it comes down to. Maybe maybe that'll change against, you know, John Stones and company. But, but yeah, uh, Villa at home. But as I said, you can't – it's hard to bet against Man City. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mentioned this about Manchester United earlier, but now they have – they have McTominay, Erickson, uh, Casemiro, and Fred on the field right now with Bruno Fernandes. Like, it's a complete, like, five five zero formation <laughs> from Ten Hag gear. So, do you agree with me now that, he, like, he prefers – like, what other managers just gonna be pulling out like five defensive midfielders here? With,
2: I mean, this is your bet, right? You know, your my t- bet,
1: my bet's gonna hit. So,
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like the in-game tactics, they gotta get a result here. They're away in the Premier League. Like, if you gotta bring on two or three Premier uh only midfielders to do it, that's what you do. I'm. I don't, think that's okay? their, I don't think I don't think that's their style of play per se. But are you feeling I, okay
1: I, with Lester double chance? Are you okay right now?
2: No, I, there's four minutes left. I don't think that it's gonna hit.
1: I'm just looking at your record, and I'm just wondering how
2: you're feeling right now. I I mean, to be specific, I don't feel great about this bet hitting. There's four minutes <laughs> left, and they're down a goal, so you need some like James Madison heroics. I think.
1: Yeah, he's still out. I'd there. be
2: feeling better if it, if this game was tied or even you know. But that's okay. It's all right. That's why we're out, that's why we're out here. We're we're just chatting a little bit. We're we're going through the uh the matches. And... It's all right. You got a
1: busy weekend ahead. So, uh, but yeah, that's all we got. I'll read off our parlay one more time. Uh, I got no on both teams to score between 9 a.m. Forest and Bournemouth, and Chris has Manchester City minus one and a half at Aston Villa. That comes out to plus two ninety on the parlay. So there you go. Our team parlay is going to be two and four. And I think if this hits, we're going to be in the positive money. So, there you go. Chris, we got to get out of here. Uh, you can yeah. find Chris at chr 8 on Twitter. I'm at Roto's Drake, And, yeah, I mean, we'll be back next week. We got Champions League next week. We will not have a betting show on that. We need a break. We need a break yeah. from, from all of these matches, talking about all these matches, giving all these bets, giving you guys winners. I'm sorry, but... If you want winners, just, just message us on Twitter. We'll give you winners, okay? That's fine. Not Sorry, not message us. Just add us, okay? We'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. Figure it out. Chris, thanks for joining me. And uh, to everyone, good luck on your bets.
2: Thanks, Adam.